What's happening, people, and welcome to Unreal Reality with Mikey Mike. And I am your host, Mike. What's happening? And welcome back. August 15th, 2020. We are in the middle of a fucking pandemic. It really fucking sucks. It absolutely does. I'm getting fucking tired of wearing a mask. I'm getting tired of complying. But look, that's what we have to do. Wear a mask. If they're going to tell us that we could go back quicker if we wear a mask, then just fucking wear the mask. Wear it into a store, wear it wherever you go. They start telling you you got to wear it outside in the park and you're outside running or you're fucking riding your bike or something. Yeah, go blow. I'm not wearing one. And I don't think you should either. They say vitamin D and sunlight kills this fucking shit, so let's let it do its job. Um, alright. Let's get off the corona right now for a, a little while. Let's talk about what this episode is. Um... This episode is going to be uh, the political episode. Um, we're going to pull politics in. <laughs> oh, here we go. Something that's actually happening. It's getting closer to election time. God, November is coming around quick. It's already a fucking middle of August. God, September, November. Yeah, it's almost fucking here. Can't wait to get on my fucking vacation next month. It's going to be fucking nice. Go swing some golf clubs. Fucking A. All right, let's get it started. Let's talk about the people in the race right now who is out there well we have the fucking obvious and we're going to start out with the obvious trump and pence that's who we're going to start out with. we're going to start out with donald trump and michael pence is that his name i believe it's michael pence all right we're going to start out with them two fucking clowns all right we're going to talk about Donald Trump. Who is Donald Trump? Who is the man? Ah, uh, Republican Party, New York. That's where he's from. He's our 45th president. We all know that right now. And the man is 74 years of age. He's never been a politician before, before becoming a president. Uh, extremely powerful and successful businessman. Yes, I said it. I don't care what the fuck you say. You can argue with me till you're blue in the fucking face. He is a successful businessman. The man is worth billions of dollars. Not millions. Billions. And I know I'm going to get a lot of people out there who are going to fight back and say, Oh, fucking, you know, he, he, he dodges his taxes and all this shit. Listen, he, he, he declared bankruptcy. Hear me out, people. He's smart. The fucking man is a smart businessman. He's, he might have did these things. And let's face the facts, he's still a billionaire. He still can fucking quit tomorrow. Well, he, he's the president. He's not going to quit. He could. He could resign and walk away and let fucking Pence become president tomorrow. And he could go fucking lay on an island with some hot fucking girl. And let's face it, his wife's pretty fucking hot. Um, he could lay on the beach with a fucking cocktail in his hand. Fucking eating filet mignon and lobster tails, king crab legs, whatever the fuck he wants. As a 74-year-old man, retire, die, happy die as happy as fucking what's his name from the playboy mansion fucking that guy died with fucking hot blondes all around him <sighs> okay no more i'm not gonna i'm not gonna keep pumping fucking trump's tires but yes he was a successful fucking businessman who decided he was gonna run for president now i get it i get it that is like the ultimate step of being a businessman he's a boss eh. 
he wanted to become president of the United States, and he did. Now, and now it's done. So really, honestly, if he loses this, I mean, he can still sit there and say I was the 45th president. Of course, he's got a big head and a huge ego. And, of course, he wants to go down as being the best president because, God forbid, if he doesn't go down to be the best president, you know, who, who knows? Ah, oh, the guy, what is his views? Um, The guy is, like I said, he's a Republican. So he's got a lot of, he's very... Um, religious. We know that him and Pence are both very religious men. Um, believe in pro-life, so on and so forth. Um, they believe in the you know our constitution of our United States. We all know that, and I think I honestly feel everybody should. The Bill of Rights is something that we cannot let just get stepped on or spit on. Or you know, he also is very proud of the country he stands up for it. He doesn't want to see anybody kneeling for the flag or for the national anthem, so on and so forth. I'm not going to lie. I like the guy. I voted for him the first time. Will I vote for him this time? I don't know yet. We'll see come November. Um, okay. Enough about Donald Trump. Let's talk about Mike Pence. Mike Pence. Where do we have Mike Pence? I know we have Mike Pence here. Somewhere along the line, I'm a little bit off here. I'm trying to find my uh, my place. I got you. I know I got Mike Pence. Where the hell did I write? Oh, there's Michael Pence. There's the man. Republican, Indiana. He was a Democrat before 1983, though. The guy did change his political fucking party. Um, probably because he probably, he's a businessman. He probably got rich. Probably got some money and decided, you know what, I better become a Republican quick or, you know, I could lose fucking a lot of it. Which is, let's face the facts, most rich people are Republican. We all know why. I'm not even going to go there. If you don't know why, you need to do some homework and do some research. Um, 48th Vice President of the United States is what he is. He's 61 years of age. Um, he was a radio host turned politician. Kind of like, um, they would consider him kind of a Rush Limbaugh on decaffeinated coffee, or maybe even a Rush Limbaugh, you know, on, you know, off of cocaine. <laughs> not saying Rush Limbaugh does cocaine. I'm not. Sorry, Rush, if, if you're listening, don't, don't take that personal. Please, I'm not saying you're just, you're very, boom, you know, maybe kind of like what I sound like right now, even though I didn't do any kind of fucking little hit or anything like that or whatever they call that. Was that a bump? No, I didn't do a bump before this, but you know. God, maybe I do need one, though, to get me really fucking going on here. Uh, let's see. Uh, he's a pro-life advocate, of course. He's religious. Who isn't when they are, you know? He's went through a lot of things. Um, we're going to see what he put on. Because I can't really sit there and say what Trump did and what he didn't do. He was only in office for four years. And he's signed a lot of different things, especially when it comes to tax cuts and so on and so forth, and, and some positive, some negative stuff. I mean, we all got to look at it. He went against Obamacare. We're talking about Trump right now, not, not Pence. He went against Obamacare, which a lot of people go, oh, fucking right, you know, and even me, um, this is not my fucking regular job, obviously. I, I am in construction, and I have a pretty fucking great benefit package. So it affected me in a way getting, you know, or I should say, it affected me in a way for the fact that my insurance is very good. Um, keeping Obamacare around could have hurt it. Trump making one of his own could hurt it. So 
who knows? We'll see where that goes. But he did abolish. He did abolish it. He did get rid of Obamacare, and like I said, a lot of people uh, were happy with that, and they said, "Oh yeah, they should." It was a dead end fucking thing. A lot of Americans, but there's a lot of Americans that it actually benefited. Benefited elder, you know, Americans. You know, people who depend on Obamacare. Um, uh, on a personal level, I know people who do. Uh, depend on Obamacare, and without Obamacare, they would have a really fucking hard time getting good health care and being taken care of themselves. So, honestly, the way I look at Donald Trump and all, and I don't want to sit there and put it because I don't want to bring the coronavirus into this just now because I'm going to have an episode on the coronavirus by itself. And maybe I'll pull the politics into that episode instead of pulling the coronavirus into this episode. But... I'd like to say that I, I, maybe Donald Trump is not for the elderly, even though he's elderly. He's very, very rich, can afford health care and all that shit without needing it through an employer or to buy Cobra or whatever. Because Cobra, I hear, is really expensive uh, and it kind of sucks for fucking people. But, you know, it does. Um, what has Donald Trump actually done since he's been in here? Oh, he's done some pretty pretty good and pretty bad things I can say. Um, I kind of look through a lot of things, the economy, jobs, healthcare, so on and so forth. Um, I don't know. We can get into a lot with this and I think we will. Why not? So like under Trump, um, the improvement in wages earned were the highest they've been since the great reset, uh, the great recession, nearly 3% higher each year. So in four years, wages went up for American people. American workers saw 10 to 15% increase in the past four years. In the past four years, 10 to 15% increase in their wages, the amount of money they make. So since the Great Recession, that's a great thing. That's not a bad thing. Of course, I'm one of them workers. I'd love to see a 30% fucking increase or, or even, you know what I mean? I'd love to take home fucking two grand or whatever a week. That would be fucking fabulous, but I don't. But it's okay. I, 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 I like it that it goes up. I don't want to see it ever go fucking down. If it does, mm, things aren't going to be good. Uh, he talks about, he does tremendous things. I do tremendous things, tremendous work. My, my administration has done tremendous things. <sighs> okay. Have, have they? It, it, they have and they have it. Like I said, that's one of the things he's done. Manufacturing during the Trump has definitely risen after his tax cuts in 2018. Yet it is struggling right now. But come on, everything is struggling right now due to the coronavirus. Like I said, something we'll talk in the coronavirus episode. Um, also, a major drop, Americans with food stamps. Um, huh. He took that away. I think Americans need to get out and get jobs. And people with jobs don't need food stamps. You know, if you really need food stamps, like, I understand the people who absolutely really need them. You know what I mean? Let's help them people out. But people who are taking advantage of the system getting them, no, I, I don't. And that's why I like the fact that the amount of people with food stamps has dropped since the, uh, you know, since Trump's administration has taken over. Um, president doesn't have much control over the economy. So when Trump says, I, uh, you know, our economy is the greatest it's ever been in my administration, blah, 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 blah. The president doesn't really have that much control. No president really had that much control physically 
right off the bat with, with the economy. The president has the gift of talk. He can talk it up and talk about people need to get out and spend and do this. And let's face the facts. You get out, you spend money, you build the economy. So if he can talk a good game and get you out spending your money, buying cars, buying TVs, buying this, buying that, buying that, and this, and this, and this. Now, I say TVs, you know, most of them come, most, pretty much fucking every single one of them comes from fucking China or Japan or wherever TVs are coming from, somewhere in Asian country. It's it, it helps their economy too, but yet it does build our economy because there's stores owned over here by American companies who sell these TVs. They make a profit, so on and so forth. It builds our economy also. Um, so... When a, when a president sits there and says, I've helped the economy myself, well, listen, if you talk a good game, you got to sell, you got to spend our fucking hard-earned money, which, like I said, let's let's take it back to the amount of money, you know, that 10 to 15% increase in the past four years in the amount of money we make, Americans like to spend. We love things, and that's, that's one of the things that kill us when it comes to, you know, you, you look back in the day and people are like, this is the greatest country ever. Like Trump will say that. America is the greatest. America is not the greatest. Let's face it, and I'll get to that in a second. But when they say, you know, it's the greatest country, Americans like to spend money. Back in the 50s, I like to say, that was probably the time when America was very tight in this, of course. Not with segregation and all that. Now, now that's a different story. That was kind of like last week's fucking episode. This week's episode is for, 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 you know, the politics. And I'm just talking about Trump and them right now. I'll get to everybody else. But the 50s were a great time, you know, because a man could be out making the money while the wife's at home cooking, cleaning, and getting food on the table. One income was plenty. One car was plenty. They had a beautiful house with a picket fence. It was leave it to beaver time. It was, it, was, it was a good time. With all, you know, racism and all that shit was not. Don't get me wrong. So... Even then, it wasn't like, oh, it's so great, but it was great. Um, but now, it's not. We are not the greatest country in the world. We are not. Nowhere near the greatest country in the world. I mean, God, there's there's so many things that we're not great with. Um, the average, like, okay, we're ranked 27th in the world in healthcare. 27th. We're ranked 26th in the world in education. You know what I mean? We are not the number one country in the world. Our economy is still number one. Don't get me wrong. So, yes, our economy is good, but that's because we're spending money, people. We're spending. We're spenders. You know? We are number one followed by China, Japan, Germany, India, and then so on and so forth. But we are number one. You know, then China likes to spend their money. They probably, you know, I think they like to spend their money on electronics. They build them. They buy them. They're very smart with computers and shit. Good for them. Same with China. Germany, I don't know what the fuck they're buying. Wiener Schnitzel or something. Who fucking knows? But they're spending their money too. And then in India, I don't know what the fuck they're spending their money on. Sheep? Cow, uh, cows, I'd say cows. But I think India, cow's sacred, isn't it? Like they, they actually praise a cow. They, they don't eat it. I don't know. I've seen the movie Bubble Boy and I remember him praying next to the cow. Whatever. But I, I don't know their, their background. Um, yet, there is something else we are number one in. <laughs> It's sad to say. We're number one in incarceration. Incarcerated human beings behind bars. You know, fucking, our jails are packed with fucking people, which means we must be pretty high in a lot of crime and shit like that. But yeah, incarcerated people, we're number one. People, we have the most, uh, most jailbirds. Sad to say. Um, but we're not number, we're not the best country. We're not the greatest country. 
Are we a great place to live and a great place to be? Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I'm so proud to be an American. I, I love my country. I will stand and salute that American flag. I love people. I love everybody. And I love that we are free. But yet, we're not the only country who's free. That's the thing. If people are going to say, well, oh, uh, you know, we're the greatest country because we're free. Well, come on, man. If you're saying that, you got to be like fucking 12 or 13 years old or whatever. Because... Let's face the facts, man. Canada's free. England's free. Spain's free. France is free. I can go on and on. There's so many free countries out there. We're not the only free country in the world, people. But as for great, we're just a great place to live. I mean, especially where I live. Um, You know, I, I, I'm in the Philadelphia area. Why, why beat around the bush? I'm, I'm in Philadelphia. I don't, we don't get that bad of shit around here. Like, I don't, lately we have. And I think, you know, the climate's changing. Maybe that'll be another episode, though, for another time. It sounds like a pretty good topic, climate change and all that shit. But maybe with the climate, like, maybe there is the climate change because lately you see a lot more tornadoes and shit around here. But, okay, I'm starting to get off track here. Um, let's get back to, you know, um, who's running for president here. Uh, we talked about Trump for a while, you know. Why don't we talk about Mike Pence a little bit? You know, Mike Pence, I'm going to say, um, he's... Obviously, our, you know, God, he's our vice president right now. Mike Pence is, uh, did I talk? yeah, I talked about Pence already, didn't I? Yes, I did. I talked about Pence. You were talking about Donald Trump. Well, we all know what Donald Trump does. We all know who he is, where he's at. He's our 45th president. He's not a career politician, but he's a politician now, no matter how you look at it, no matter how you fucking slice it. He's done good things and he has not done good things um you know who knows i I don't know who i'm gonna vote for i'm not gonna lie and i'm sitting here with this podcast and i'm sitting here talking about biden and or trump pence and i'm going to talk about joe biden and and you know kamala harris too um i gave you some positives and some negatives with donald trump and mike pence um mike pence I, I don't I don't know with Pence I think he's God uh, both religious guys um I don't know Pence Pence did some negative shit that I am not happy with so I don't like Pence I think when it comes down to the actual um, debates I have a funny feeling Harris is gonna eat Pence up for fucking lunch I think that she's gonna eat him up because he has a lot of negative things but then again. She kind of does too, which scares me. Um, especially being that she's a Democrat running in a, a Democrat, you know, the Democratic Party being, you know, there's going to be a lot of far left people that if they know her real background, they might not look at her the same way that she hopes they would. Uh, um, you know, but uh, we're going to stay on Pence really quick and, and Trump. We're going to we're going to do that. Um, both are both are religious. They're both pro life. Um, Pence he opposed the No Child Left Behind policy in two thousand one. That's something that I personally I, I don't I don't know if I like it or I don't like it. Uh, do I think No Child Should Be Left Behind? I think that puts um, you take a kid who's really if the kid's really struggling and having a hard time. Do you really want to push them to move them on to the next grade? Let's say a child's in fifth grade and they're reading in a third grade level. Do you want to push them up to 
you know, what did I say, fifth grade? You want to push them up to sixth grade and have them still reading in the third grade level or fourth grade level? Maybe they'll move up slowly. You know, I understand they have these things, IEPs and stuff like that, and that's it's a great thing. It does, and it helps kids, but one day they got to go out into the real world and, and, and actually work. I was, honestly, I was left behind. You know, I struggled for a year that my, my, my parents separated and, and divorced, but I was left behind. Didn't make me a bad person. Um, uneducated, I educate myself now. Back in school, I wasn't the greatest student, but I, I tried. I did my what I had to do. I graduated high school. I was left behind. I was not part of that no child left behind thing. I struggled. Um, I even struggled to graduate, not going to lie. I uh, had to go to summer school and make up a credit uh, in science to graduate. And I did. I, I did what I had to do, and I got out. And I, I'd like to say I'm a pretty well-rounded individual now. But he signed the No Child Left Behind, which I don't know. I'm up in the air with that for Pence. It, that kind of, that that's something I don't know about. Uh, he also signed um, the Medicare prescription drug expansion in 2002. Um, I, that is, is like, okay, a drug expansion. If that's saying that he signed uh, the thing that, to make sure that elderly has um, prescription drugs, that's a great thing. It is a great thing. Um, Medicare, your elderly needs Medicare. Your elderly needs prescriptions. Let's face the facts. And you can't, we, we can't just take our elderly. I mean, a lot of these people fought for this country. They, 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 they worked hard for this country. They did what they had to do. And then, you know, they need the help of the government here and there to get them by, you know, they're not all rich. You know, they're not a Donald Trump. They're not, they can't lay on a fucking beach and with a hot girl and then live the rest of their days out retired. So, you know, a Medicare expand, you know, prescription drug expansion, you know, if, if that was a positive thing he did, which I, you know, I should really look into that a little more and make sure that he signed it, that it was a good thing. But if that's the case, then yeah, I, I like it. Um, the federal bailout in 2008, he did sign that. He was all for that. Um, I don't fucking agree with that. In 08, uh, let's see, 08, where was I in 08? 16, 17, oh no, that was earlier. That was the federal bailout though. Um, it was it had nothing to do with me, but the federal bailout, I remember that. Uh, I believe, wasn't that when they gave Ford and Chevy all that money and, and fucking Chevrolet took the money and, I don't know, took their, like, bigger, higher-ups on fucking cruises and shit like that? That that wasn't a good thing to sign that. Uh, he, he sealed a deal in 2013, um, a $1.1 billion give back, a tax cut. In his state, this is in Indiana. This is when he was a um, the Indi he was an Indiana senator. No, he might have even been like the Indiana um, the state uh, governor. I think uh, I think that's what he was as a governor. He did sign that one point uh, one billion dollar give back a tax cut for for it. Um, he signed the Religious Freedom Act in two thousand fifteen, which that is wrong. That's where the Democratic Party is going to come in and kill him. That's where Kamala Harris, I think, is going to kill him when she does bring up that in 2015, him signing the Religious Freedom Act that protected business owners who didn't want to participate in any kind of same-sex weddings. Um, he had to alter the bill to provide exemptions for the LGBTQ community. I know he did have to do that. Um, I don't know if he was happy about doing that, but that's something he did. 
He did he did sign that exemption. But he did, you know, sign the Religious Freedom Act in 2015. I, I don't care what your sexual orientation is. If you're two guys and you want to get married and getting health care, what, what to make sure that you just can get health care together or whatever. You love each other. I'm all, that's fine. I'm all for it. You know, I'm not gay, but I'm all for it. If that's, that's your thing. And I think that everybody should have the same equal rights. I mean, I don't know. Um, he signed a bill in 2016 prohibiting abortions when a fetus has a disability. Um, I don't know about that. That puts me up in the air because for me, I'm pro-choice. Honestly, I think that every woman should have a right to an abortion, but not as a use of um, a prophylactic. You know what I mean? Not, not. It shouldn't be for you know. No. Mm-mm-mm-mm. No. Um, that's why I'm up in the air about that, though. It's it, ever should every child be born like. I'm, like I said, I'm pro-choice because I feel a woman should have the right to do it. This is, I put everything in a scenario. When I when I look at a, a problem or when I look at one of these bills signed or something like that, I look at that and I say to myself, like, if it's my kid, it's going to be born with a disability. I think that's maybe – I'm more lean towards – yeah – why you know what are you gonna if a child has a disability or something okay it's it's t- it's gonna be tough but like you love as long as you're okay with it as a parent I think you love that child you 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 want to have the child I think that you should you should have the child but no using it for a form of birth control or something like that like long term abortion is not a good thing if you're just gonna get rid of it because of that you know you don't want the child or this or that no 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 no. If you really don't want the child, like say you had two people, they're young, not married, they, they, they get pregnant, and the, and the guy is like, I love you so much, I'll take care of you and the baby, and you know, five months into the pregnancy, six months into the pregnancy, he, he bails out and, and takes off. Now that girl's stuck with being pregnant, and she doesn't want it, she's going to despise the child. I don't think she should be able to just walk into an abortion clinic and get an abortion. That's not right. No. I think that at that case, you have the baby, you put the baby up for adoption, so on and so forth. You need to use your head about it. But if there's a, let's say that there's a problem in the womb, and maybe the disability can lead to the problem with the the, the woman passing. You know, I, I if, if it was me and my, the person I'm with, and... There's the case of you love each other, it, it, that's your soulmate, so on and so forth. You get pregnant, you're so happy, or you're going to have a baby, this and that. And then you find out six months, seven months into the pregnancy that this baby could cause the death of your wife or the, your, the, the person you love, your, your mate. I think that that should be left up to the man and the woman. You know, the two people having the baby, not some politician or some lawmaker who possibly may not even have kids and don't understand it i mean it's going to be a hard enough decision for them to to make on their own to say well i love you so much i i know i want to have you for the rest of my life the child i understand it's a living breathing thing but if it's going to kill you no and i think that's where abortion should still stand so i'm pro-choice that's my thing that's the up in the air but this is where i had it when he signed a bill prohibiting abortions when a fetus is has a disability that is an up in the air thing i don't really know i guess it depends on the disability that's how i think i would look at it but i'm, I'm 
I still have to stay stay pro-choice. That's me. But that's what Mike Pence, you know. All right. Is Trump a good leader? No. I ain't going to lie to you. Fucking no. I don't think he is a good leader. Is he a good boss? Yeah, the fucking guy is a boss. Don't get me wrong. The guy can run a fucking country economically, financially. He knows how, what to say, what to do. Like tax cuts and, and you know trade bills and trade things. He, he knows what he's doing with that kind of shit. But when it comes to being a leader here, the coronavirus, the COVID-19, the pandemic has proven he's not a good leader. He should have stepped back and let the professionals take care of the virus itself. Doctors um, and people like that that can actually control that part of it. He shouldn't have stepped in and said anything. I think the only thing he should have did was step up and say, look, as your, as your president, I'm doing my best to gather the, the, uh, the best team I possibly can to take care of this virus. Um, we're going to do the best we can to get through it. Uh, I, you know, I care about everyone. I want to make sure everybody stays healthy. So wear a mask, blah, 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 blah. But don't listen to me. Here are my people. Listen to this person. And bring that person right in. Don't sit there and say, you do tremendous things. In my, no, I do tremendous. He keeps saying I, and I hate that. Like, say we, and then set the we to them people. Now, when it comes down to that, I think that in that administration, he needs to have Democrat and Republican. I think he needed to have more than just that Fauci dude. I think he needed to have like two doctors, one from each side, to give both. I mean, they're going to be on two different sides, but we need reality. We we need fucking facts. The American people need facts. We need to feel good. And I don't feel good when he talks about the coronavirus. So as a boss and running the country on a financial standpoint, a great fucking president. Great president. I worked. I, I worked my ass off. Can't blame him for unemployment right now. No, I'm sorry. If you want to fucking argue me until you're blue in the face, go for it. It's not his fault that the coronavirus shut everything the fuck down. That was the smart thing to do. He did it too late, and that's why he's not a good leader. He he tried to take care of this too late, or, or our whole government tried to take care of this too late. Fucked it up. <sighs> Could he be a good president? Maybe. Yeah, I think he probably could. Anybody could be a good president if you're of sane mind. And when I say sane mind, I mean it's got to be all around. Is he of sane mind? I think when it actually comes to his physical sanity, yes, he is. He can run the country. He's very capable of doing it. And he could lead the country. He is capable of doing it. Just can he do it? I don't know. Now, let's go with... Kamala Harris or Kamala or Camilla or however you say her name. I'm not not bashing you, please. I'm just you know I think it's Kamala Harris. That's it sounds. Kamala. That's how it's said. I hear the news say Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. So, so there you go. I apologize, Kamala. If I call it Kamala, whatever. You know it's funny because my tattoo artist is Kamala. Um. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Um, Biden led efforts uh, to pass a lot of, of violent crime control and law enforcement acts. He did do that. He led the effort in that. Um, he's a, he's a, he's good when it comes to that kind of thing. But um, as for Biden, got to get to know him as an actual person and who he is. Um, Joe Biden is. Let's go to Biden. How about that? We 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 know we know kind of know who Joe Biden is, don't we, people? Joe, 
Joseph Biden, where are you at? I'm sorry if I'm stalling for a second. I'm just trying to find my, my shit on Mr. Biden. Ah, uh, Joe Biden. Let's see. Joseph Biden. Um, well, I didn't even write down his age. He's, I think he's 70, 76 or 77 years old. Um... When he talks, and I'm sorry to say this, and I sound kind of mean when I'm saying it, but he sounds like he's 77. I mean, I, when I said sane mind, that's where I think physically his sanity for his in his mind is not there. Kamala Harris should be the front runner, actually going for the presidency. If if I had the you know the Democratic Party and it was mine, I would flip flop it, flip flip flop flip flop it. Kamala Harris is the runner because it would be a better debate than Biden Trump will be because let's face the facts I think this is where the ballot this is where the balance comes in mm. I think I think either guy Pence or Trump in a in a debate will demolish Joe Biden demolish fucking absolutely demolish Kamala Harris will give a good fight to both now I think when it comes to the debate Trump has a lot of power in that it's almost like he's in the boardroom when he debates and he's good at it so the debates are going to be fun to watch. <sighs> Joe Biden, he led efforts to pass the Violent Crime Control and Law Enforcement Act. Uh, he also, uh, the Violence Against Women Act, he also signed that. So it's good. Uh, I, like, I like that on him. Biden yet, though, was unsuccessful in 1988 and 2008 in the Democratic presidential nominations. So he's already had runs at it. He tried and was unsuccessful. But we'll see this time. Um... He's been in office since 1973 in the U.S. Senate, so on and so forth. I mean, the guy's been around for a while, so he's been a politician. He's a career politician, let's face it. I mean, at least his career is longer than my life. So, I give him that. Um, let's talk about Kamala Harris, though. Cap Kamala Harris. I'm sorry that I keep fucking saying it wrong. She's Democrat, California. She's 55 years of age. Youngest one there on the ballot. Um, you know... She stood behind the uh, women who accused Joe Biden of inappropriate touching and rape. She did do that um, back, I think, when she was running against Trump. And they talked about Joe Biden. She she was she stood behind them. That's why I can't understand why he took her. I, I can't believe a race or somebody like that, I think, would have been a better running mate for him. But yet, he, he took her. Do I like her? I don't know. I really don't. Um, she comes off as what you would call kind of a, a top cop. She was a prosecuting attorney. Um, she did a lot of things that I look at back when she did them. I think that's what she had to do as a prosecuting attorney. She put a lot of people in jail for, for crimes that would not be crimes today. Um, a lot of drug offenses, especially with marijuana, especially when I think she kind of got hypocritical when she said she smoked some weed with, with Tupac or with, with Biggie or Snoop or somebody. I don't know. She was talking some, some smack about that kind of shit. And I think that that was wrong. Like, like, don't sit there and make shit up. And if you did, then you're a fucking hit. If you really did it, you're a hypocrite because you were a prosecuting attorney against people like that who, who had drug offenses against them for selling weed or even smoking weed or being caught with weed and put them in jail. And to this day, a lot of them are still in prison. It's sad, but it's the truth. Um, 
And let's face the facts. I mean, the laws aren't the same as they were back then, but yet these people are still fucking serving time for it. Um, so she was a prosecuting attorney and also, you know, known as a top cop, you know. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, right now, I guess the crimes would be just considered a slap on the hand, but these people are fucking, I don't know. They're, they're in jail for that kind of shit. Ah. Uh, I don't know. She, she's, she's just, I don't know. I, I don't know where to put her in with this. I think she's not a bad choice for him, but not the greatest choice for him. Um, I think there could have been a lot of people who would have done a little bit of a, you know, or would actually do a little bit of a better job against Trump and Pence. Um, this election is going to be scary, especially... I am not for mail-in ballots. I'm sorry. I don't agree with it. I really don't. Especially after listening to a pretty popular podcast over this past week. Um, a very popular podcast. I'm not going to say his name because I don't know where that will put me. But he had a, a guest on this week. Was it this week? Yeah, it was this week, I believe. And his guest talked about some of the jobs he did back in the day for... So let's say some not good people filling ballot boxes and shit. We're talking about back in the day, way back in the day. And he's a great dude. I, I love the dude that was talking about it. But he talked about filling ballot boxes. And so even at ballot boxes, shit gets scary. It gets, it, it, you know, it, it's unstable. Because cheating can go anyway. Even off the computer, ballot boxes, at the booth. Cheating can come all around. Now... Mail-in ballots, I think, should be geared towards people who actually can't leave their home. I don't want to hear about the COVID people because let's face the facts. I know there's a ton of COVID people who are so scared about COVID, yet they still leave their houses and put masks on and go to the food store to get themselves food and so on and so forth or go to work. Then they go home and they lock themselves behind doors. Well, if you can do that, I mean, they're talking about putting, you know, I'm sure there's going to be social distancing and all the, the, the proper protocol at polling stations to vote. And I'm glad they're still having polling stations because I, I they have to have that. You have to have polling stations. I want to go put my vote in at a polling station. I want to fucking hit the buttons and send my fucking thing and say, I, I know I did it because I physically went there and did it. I don't like the mail-in for the fact that it can be tampered with way too easy. A lot easier than going to the polling. I know people are going to fight me and go, oh, you, they can do it at the polling box too, or, or on the computer. I know they can. I understand that. But it's a, less of a chance going there and physically doing it. Because I, I put it in a scenario. I like I put everything in a fucking scenario. If you hit the lottery for fucking $5 million, a lottery ticket, would you mail it in? Hmm. Probably not. You would want to take it directly to fucking, if it was a Pennsylvania lottery, you'd drive your ass to fucking Harrisburg. Because I know I would, for five million fucking dollars, absolutely. Now, if it was a 25 fucking dollar fucking ticket and mail it in, okay, what's 25 bucks? If I lose 25 bucks, oh fucking well. But for a five million dollar ticket, well, look, yeah, the election is that important. It's like a five million dollar election to me. Sure, I want it to be safe. At least on my end, I want to know that I went there, I put my fucking vote in, and that it went. So that way when the shit does hit the fan, I can actually say, well, it didn't happen by getting lost in the mail. It didn't happen by you know, somebody fucking tampering or fucking with the mail. And I know people who've gotten more than one ballot 
Now, I know ballots have numbers on them, so on and so forth. You, you, I, I'm sure one person can't send in three ballots with one name on it. I know, but I'm scared about being able to fudge names that don't even exist anymore and them skeeting through by accident, which could possibly happen. So, it's a political year. We're in an election year. We're in the middle of a pandemic, which, let's face the facts, there's always chaos, destruction, fucking war, fires and burning and bullshit every election year. Doesn't it seem funny? Because if you go online and you look it up, it's the fucking facts. It's the truth. There is always something going on during an election year. Look it up. A lot of wars and shit like that. And I think it, it, it helps both parties, Democratic and Republican, because both parties can turn around with their people and put it in their ads, which their ads are fucking just mean anymore. I don't know if people turn on the fucking TVs and see it, but during the news you know, sources, which I try not to watch the news anymore, I, I kind of go online and I do my own research and I scroll through and I find different things and different numbers and so on and so forth to try to put as much facts together as I can for people so they, they can get a better sense of who they might want to vote for or, or the real numbers in the coronavirus or the real shit that's happening with racism or, you know, protests, things of that nature. Um, you know, I, I, I don't go on, but these fucking ads that these guys go at each other with are fucking so mean or so bad. But there's always a, a, a something going on, whether it's war, whether it's this, and it just makes for a... It, it, the, the, the election year makes for the election to push in either Republican or Democrat because both parties will turn around and you'll see these in these commercials that we're in the middle of a pandemic and, you know, and protesting. And there's already one, I think, with Trump that it's the protesting. I think it's like a 911 call. And I'm sure a lot of people seen that one already where that they, they call and, and, and it's an answering machine at 911 and. You're number like 58 on the, the list and, you know, we're five days out, but good luck. Uh, we'll talk to you in five days. And the person's getting like raped at her home or something or murdered or some shit. And it's a defunding the police thing, you know, and Trump pushes it because that's Donald, you know, that's a way to get people to vote for him. I can fix this. I can fix the coronavirus. Look at me. I'm going to get a, a, a vaccination and everybody will be fine and the world will be tremendous. You know, or Pence will put it through there like, you know, Trump has done such a horrible job with the, the Panera, with the Panera, Panera, with the pandemic. He, Trump has done such a terrible job with the pandemic and I can vote for, for me. This approved by Joe Biden in 2020. So that's why there's, you always see bullshit during a political year because bullshit helps both parties. It really does. Um, I don't know who I'm going to vote for. Not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and tell anybody, first of all, if I do, you know, if I do know, I, I really not. And I don't think anybody else should go around and be like, I'm voting for Trump. Hey, I'm voting for Pence. Fuck you if you vote for Pence. I'm voting for, I don't want to hear that. There's too much political division in this country. I see it all over social media, all over Trump, 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 Trump. Then I see fucking you're an idiot. You're voting for Trump. He's a fight. He grabs people by the pussy. Listen, everybody has a past people. Biden sniffs hair and fucking touches women right right on TV. It's the way he is. He's creepy. They call him Creepy Joe. Trump grabs women by the pussy. Trump Trump has no filter with shit, which is one of, actually one of the things I do kind of like about him, but I also don't like it about him. I, I think more don't like because my kids and stuff, well, my kids are older, but my youngest would watch, and I don't want 
people saying he grabbed, you know, this is a man who grabs women by the pussy. I have a, you know, a young daughter. I'm just like, you know. But everybody has a past, and we know that. I mean, I don't think there's anybody who could actually v run for president or even vice president and totally get away with everything because they have they're at, they were absolute angels. Went to church every Sunday and never did anything. I'm not married. I mean, the guy I think right now who sounds like the biggest angel and should fucking run for president is Keanu Reeves. Sounds like that guy doesn't do anything wrong. Gives his money to fucking charities galore. Takes the bus to work. I don't even think he has a girlfriend because he doesn't want to have any kind of sexual harassments against him or anything like that. I mean, the guy seems like he's fucking on the level and he's like this perfect dude. He'd probably make a great fucking president. You know? Theodore Logan for president, 2020. Bill and Teddy. That's coming out soon, I think. I don't know if that's a Netflix fucking show or not, but I'll watch it. That's my time. Um, I think that's all the time I have for this week. Um, God, I do have an email address that y'all can write to me to. The Unreal Podcast 101 at gmail.com. That's Unreal, U-N-R-E-A-L, Podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, 101 at gmail.com. Write me. I want to hear from you. I want to hear your negative shit, your positive shit. I want stories. I want what you think. And I will try to put it on here each week. I'll answer them. I'd love to have an, a thing at the end that, that just answers questions and lets, lets the, the other the people know how they feel and what they feel about things. Um, I don't have anything from last week, which is really odd. Not, at least not yet. I didn't even look at my emails. I could have some negative shit from last week but i can always talk about them next week in next week's episode if i do have any negative shit written from people um but as for as for this podcast as for this episode um the political episode get out and vote people because let me tell you something as the little person you can bitch till you're fucking blue in the face you can say oh trump trump or pence 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 this that that this you can do whatever the fuck you want. You can cry to blues who wins, who loses, who doesn't, whatever. But the only thing you can really do that will make any kind of difference, and if it don't, at least you can say you tried, is go out and vote. Because if you don't go out and vote, you can't complain, can't bitch about it. Okay, Just like saying, oh, I'll never hit the lottery. Well, guess what? You're never going to hit the lottery if you don't play. You're only going to hit if you play. So when you go, oh, I wish I would hit the lottery, well, go out and play, dummy, because you might someday. Who knows? Well, until next time, dude, it's Mikey Mike saying see ya until next episode. Later.